morning. It is Monday the 26th of April. I'm Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today to have a look at the week ahead in the stock market with you all as usual. And this morning, we are currently down two points in what is shaping as a pretty quiet session. Energy, financials, and resources lead the way, all up around half a percent, while consumer staples, real estate, and consumer discretionaries are lagging. But despite the little tick down today, for the second week in a row, we hit Monday morning with record highs in sight after another big Friday night on Wall Street. We are currently sitting at 7,061, just 102 points or 1.4% below the February 20, 2020 record high. Now, our chances of breaching those record highs this week likely ride on a big few days of US results. 40% of the S&P 500's market cap reports this week, with the likes of Microsoft, Alphabet, Boeing, Visa, Caterpillar, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, MasterCard, Tesla, Berkshire Hathaway, and Chevron all set to be released in a monster week of results. You can see the full US results calendar in the strategy section today. And you can, of course, always find that and our local results calendar in our calendars section on the website. So far, a whopping 84% of the S&P 500 companies have topped EPS estimates with their Q1 reports. That's tied with the highest percentage ever since FactSet started tracking the data in 2008. Got a little table up in the strategy piece today, which just shows the level of beats and misses in each sector in the S&P 500 from those companies that have reported so far. Now turning back locally, bank results season inches closer with Westpac, ANZ, NAB and Macquarie all reporting in the first week of May. As Marcus wrote on Saturday, there is really not too much for us to worry about on this set of results and we are expecting to see continued dividend normalisation as earnings recover from pandemic settings as provisions are added back as a booming housing market underwrites loan growth, interest rates widen margins, lending restrictions are relaxed and a sentiment improvement continues. While the main risk is that management elects to push dividend normalization back six months and puts out statements that are full of prudent caution. This week, we've got a nice bit of action again. Shareholder meetings from Atlas Arteria and Jupiter Mines kick things off tomorrow, followed by third quarter updates from Coles, IGO, Mervac, St. Barbara and Sandfire Resources on Wednesday. Thursday, we'll see first quarter updates from GPT, Oceana Gold and Marley Spoon, as well as third quarter updates from Woolies and IOOF and a shareholder meeting from ILU and PLL. Finally, on Friday, we have first quarter updates from Simic and Genworth, third quarter updates from Origin Energy and PointsBet and shareholder meetings from AMP and 360 Capital. No ex-dividends of note this week. The next big period for income investors will come from the banks declaring their dividends and setting their ex-dates on results early next month. You can see the ex-dividend calendar in the strategy piece as normal and in that calendar section. And there's just a couple of smaller names in it this week. And on the economic front, it is a pretty quiet week locally with just inflation numbers Wednesday, import and export prices Thursday and PPI alongside private sector credit on Friday. There's a bit happening over in the US though with the FOMC meeting on Wednesday night, the main event. Once again, the focus will be on the Fed's timeline and stance on inflation risk and consequential policy changes. Seems unlikely there'll be any change just yet and bond yields have been drifting recently in line with that idea. Outside of that, the US has durable goods orders and the Dallas Fed manufacturing index out tonight. Redbook, S&P case Schiller home prices, CB consumer confidence, 
House Price Index and the Richmond Fed Manufacturing Index on Tuesday, MBA Mortgage Applications, Wholesale Inventories and Goods Trade Balance on Wednesday, GDP Growth Rate, Jobless Claims and Pending Home Sales Thursday, and Personal Income Employment Cost Index, PCE Price Index, Chicago PMI and Michigan Consumer Expectations rounding out the week on Friday. There's just a couple of releases in China with industrial profits on Tuesday, followed by NBS Manufacturing PMI on Friday, while Japan has a fairly busy week with their Coincident Index and Leading Economic Index out today, the Bank of Japan interest rate decision tomorrow, retail sales on Wednesday, and unemployment rate, Tokyo CPI, industrial production, Jibun Bank Manufacturing PMI, consumer confidence, and housing starts all on Friday. Europe has a quiet start to the week with consumer confidence and economic sentiment kicking things off on Thursday, followed by their GDP growth rate, inflation rate and unemployment rate on Friday. Last but not least, on the Marks Today media front this week, we have Mark and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 down here in Melbourne with Virginia Trioli at around 10.25 each morning. Marks will be back Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday with his strategy piece and podcast. And he will, of course, be on Saturday morning for Marcus Weekend. I'll be back with Sector Charts on Friday. Tom will have another buy, hold, sell and stock watch video out at some point this week. Chris is on TV Friday morning with Ausbiz, and he is also back for another webinar Wednesday with a chart chat. And if you want to get involved in that, you do, of course, need to register for the webinar. You can find the link and all of the details in Chris's trading section today. And Henry is currently not scheduled for any media appearances, but you never know where he'll pop up and he's sure to make an appearance or two during the week. So that about wraps us up today. Good luck this week. Let's have another crack at those record highs. I'll see you next Monday.